Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us here on the Recruitment Roundup podcast, which is brought to you by BMS Performance. For those of you that are joining us for the first time, BMS Performance is a specialist sales and marketing recruitment consultancy. For the last 30 years, we've been helping businesses across the UK recruit for vacancies at every level. I'm your host, Mike Leather, and every week I'll be joined by a new guest where we'll get stuck into the latest trends in regards to recruitment. We'll talk about insights, we share ideas, we share experiences, and ultimately we look to provide value to fundamentally help you, you whether or not you're a hiring manager, a business leader, or part of an internal talent team to recruit smarter, faster, and more effectively. Um, I'm joined today by a guest, Freddie Everett from Hinterview. He is the current team lead of the Enterprise Customer Success Team. He's been at Hinterview for just under five years, starting out as a Customer Success Executive. And Freddie has seen video implemented in the recruitment market pre, during and post pandemic. He works with small businesses and super enterprise clients alike. So we thought he'd be absolutely great to get onto the podcast to talk about video today. Freddie, how are you doing? And welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Delighted you're able to find the time to come on. Really, really appreciate it. Um, Freddie, why don't you kick off by giving the listeners an insight into hint of you and what it is what it does that'll be a good place to start yeah of course so for those who aren't aware hint of you is an end-to-end video recruitment platform uh, and put simply we aim to personalize the recruitment process by increasing response rates helping to fill roles faster and ultimately saving our clients time by utilizing video and human focused automation We are the only video platform designed by recruiters for recruiters. And ultimately, our aim is to help our clients outperform their competition. Yeah, interesting. And um, I think this podcast is going to be especially useful for hiring managers, um, internal talent, recruitment teams that that they may be using video right now. They may have tested the waters with it. it's um, a, a new venture for a lot of organizations. Um, we've definitely seen a shift to video in the clients that we work with 100% and, and when we use it ourselves. So it's a really interesting topic and one that I think is becoming more popular. Um, I'm sure you would agree, Freddie. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, I think, you know, it's, it's something that you do well to find uh, a company that doesn't use video at some level, whether it's, you know, conferencing we're doing now um, yeah. or using it in the sales process. I, I can't think of a single, since, especially since the uh, pandemic, I can't think of yeah. a single company that won't be utilizing video right now. Yeah, definitely erupted since then. I think as well, you know, we live in um, TikTok, TikTok, YouTube, social media generation, don't we? So it's, it's not a surprise to me that we've seen video start to migrate into recruitment processes. And I was researching ahead of this podcast and I read that we retain 65% of what we're seeing here versus what we read. Yeah. And that 80% of our brains are actually dedicated to processing visuals. Um, so you know, when you think of it like that, I wanted to um, start by asking you what, what the concept of video 
looks like in recruitment because that'll be something that um listeners tuning into this will be i'll be thinking if they're completely alien to it so i thought it'd be a good place for us to kick it off yeah of course i, I think when people think of video in that recruitment process i think you know people will ultimately think about that video interviewing process but not necessarily think about the actual sales cycle but also the efficiencies that video can provide mm. i think it's a really common misconception to think that video is a nicety the sort of cherry on top of a process but one which perhaps sometimes gets stripped out if time is short but actually when utilized properly video will actually streamline that process and really yeah. reduce um the, the time to hire but also increase the engagement and I think you made a really key point there about the actual engagement and the ability for the recipient to engage with information over video. It's not a case of necessarily what we're doing on video is different to anything you'd send over email yeah. um, or perhaps WhatsApp or LinkedIn, whatever that forum is. It's just a case of you're actually allowing your information to be retained. I think if we look at the current landscape, it's pretty barren in term of, terms of actually getting cold engagement. Yeah, and video is just making sure that we're differentiating, but then not only differentiating, like you said, enabling that end recipient to actually further engage with all of the content that you are sending them. Yeah, I think um, from a candidate perspective as well, it's it's also an opportunity for them to really differentiate themselves. If I think about a lot of the companies that we recruit for. A key part of their brief is we'd like someone who has X soft skills, these characteristics, yeah. and we spend a lot of our time influencing and consulting with our clients as to why this person is a fit because yeah. we've met them, but on paper, they might not be jumping out. And this is where I, I certainly see video as a, as a real, real difference maker um, yeah. from that side of it too. Yeah, for sure. I think as well, it's it's so important with cultural fit. I think, you know, when we're thinking about the hiring process, everybody's thinking about making everybody get through to the next round. It's all about, you know, getting around to the next round of interviews, getting through. But mm. the reality is that usually there's only one hire to be made or, or, or two hires yeah. or, or, or X amount. So we actually do need a few no's as well. And yeah. having video allows both the positive side of, well, both positives in the sense that both sides can say, look, actually, this is the right cultural fit or no, it isn't. And it just means that we can actually establish that cultural fit by making a much yeah. more informed decision at an earlier stage. So with that, we get that sort of benefit of efficiency and that we're reducing the time to hire because cultural fit is understood sooner. Yeah. So how common would you say it is now? If you look across the um, swathe of companies that you work yeah. with and also outside that, how common is it? Yeah. So obviously, if we take video conferencing aside, yeah. which, you know, we would you'd assume is 100 yeah. percent. Uh, if we look at actually video in the sales process and specifically within the recruitment market, um, as much as it, I would love it to be higher, I was Googling this morning and I think there's about currently 30,000 recruitment agencies in the UK alone. Right. So with that in mind, from what we know about ourselves and any competitors is that not even 1% of the market in the UK are using video in the recruitment process. So really? yeah, it's a real that shame for me, me, but yeah. for you guys, it's a brilliant, brilliant opportunity to differentiate yourselves because ultimately off the back of that, you know that you are different to 99% of the other agencies in the UK. Why do you think the uptake is, is 
so low because that does surprise me um yeah because i know several recruiters that use it but i also know off the top of my head there's um companies that we work with who include video at some stage in the yeah. recruitment process I, I think it's down to what i mentioned earlier um in that there's a misconception between video and video conferencing video conferencing is very much you know an absolute stalwart now of any business as i mentioned yeah but the actual video sales side of things i.e using video to maximize adoption sorry maximize engagement or response rates i think that's that it's, it's the common misconception that again that is a nicety not a necessity and i think that if you sort of shift shift your mindset to think that actually you know you use your mobile phone or use a phone you use emails yeah. you use linkedin let's imagine those are your three ways that you outreach yeah the idea really is that video is that sort of fourth lane in the most way to help you yeah. take if you're really struggling and you can't engage through those other means but i think yeah. that often people think well we use teams already why would we need further video sales or why would we need video on yeah, any other level just, so yeah, i yeah. think there's a common misconception by a wrong association to video conferencing yeah. um and i think you know like I said, you could ask most companies, are they using video? And the answer would be yes. Are they using it in the sales process? The answer most likely would be no. Yeah, yeah. And um, furthermore, within the, the, the recruitment process as well, I'm guessing by, by extension yeah. with that. I reckon, and so if I play devil's advocate here, I could be someone listens to this, maybe a yeah. sales director, maybe even a recruitment manager, I'm thinking, this sounds good, but that wouldn't work in my industry. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I may be in a, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not being disingenuous here at all, but let's say I'm in a, um, a, a blue, more of a blue collar market um, yeah. or I recruit um, lower level people, lower level roles, whatever it might be. I mean, that isn't going to work for me. What would you say to that? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. If I had a pan for every time that somebody had said that before even trialing it, I'd, I'd have enough to build my own video platform. Um, <laughs> it's, um, it's it's certainly a common sort of nervousness point. But no, so from my if I look at my own personal sort of clients, that I look after I look after our fifteen large enterprise clients, and yeah. we genuinely see no difference in output between you know, let's take, for example, blue collar versus C-suite. There is no difference in that success okay. or engagement from either the candidates or clients. Okay, we see the equal level of success stories um, to the point that, you know, you would hear quite surprising ones that you wouldn't necessarily think, for example, delivery drivers um, for, well, yeah, for, uh, for, I'm sure we can all think of a, a company, uh, you'll, you'll know of them, uh, a courier, um, who really, really engaged really well with it. Delivery drivers, they were able to hire off the back of that simply by them showcasing their credentials over video, it sped up the process. Perfect. C-suite level, we see that the the clients, sorry, the candidates absolutely love the opportunity to further elaborate and it gives that feeling of, you know, being more professional, but also just being able to showcase why it is that they are you know, more available and actually immerse themselves in that. Yeah, I think it's getting, it's getting over that psychological, um, Bridge, isn't it and preconceived ideas that's really interesting because I, I I wouldn't have had preconceived ideas before you said that that it would be um more effective in certain industry sectors well, than in others we don't see is any sort of difference between the different verticals so different industries we see equal levels of success but what we do definitely see is a difference in markets so you know during the pandemic certain needs for certain candidates were obviously higher in certain areas. 
But then if we look at the market now where there is perhaps, well, a looming recession, dare I say, we're seeing a massive increase in people wanting to win or secure, win new business or secure existing business. And as a result, yeah. that need for a USP, that need to differentiate is significantly higher than we've ever seen before. Yeah. But what we did see perhaps last summer where the market was very buoyant and actually it was very rich markets was that actually there was perhaps slightly lesser need for that business side, but actually we were seeing it more utilized on the candidate side. So it's very much not so much about the sector, but more about the actual market itself as to how video is used. And we definitely see these trends and these flows. Okay, so the, the, there's, there's two ways we, we could take the conversation out. We could talk about um, the recruitment piece, which we'll definitely come back to, but I'd just like to sit in the BD piece because we've got onto yeah. that. Um, again, there'll be plenty of sales directors that are listening to this as well who manage sales teams and their sales teams may prospect using um, typically cold calls, emails, LinkedIn activity. Yeah. What benefits would they see from incorporating video into their process? And again, another point in that, how can their sales reps use video yeah. to enhance engagement? Yeah, it's really simple. Just increased engagement. We see four to five times higher response rates when a video is used from a cold approach versus a purely text-based message. So be that email, LinkedIn, yeah. in mails, WhatsApp we see significantly higher levels of engagement off the back of that. And, you know, if we reverse forecast that more responses equates to more meetings, more meetings equates to more business pulled, more business pulled, more placements. And ultimately we get all the way to that placement yeah. and ultimately more, more ROI, more return. And at what stage of the prospecting cycle a video is most effective? I yeah. Right. The front end called approaches midway when they're in follow up. Yeah. Like, what have you seen there? So if we go back to the idea of efficiencies and making sure that we're using video to make that process more efficient, if we think about the sort of eight, I don't know if you've seen the eight stages of business development, yeah. that initial outreach stage, I think it's about step three, if I remember yeah. correctly. Um, that is where we, when we do our initial training and where we unequivocally suggest that you use it, first of all, that for me is the best place because there, that is when you're gonna maximize your responses. And then at that point you can book in the meeting um, you know, and continue the conversation. But actually, what we want to do is, you know, cast the net wide, yes, but we also want to make sure that we are casting it in an area where there is clients to be uh, engaged with. And therefore, we establish that by, you know, finding out who our lead is. And that's then when we use that intro piece or that video piece to yeah. engage with the client. And um, if um, a sales director said again, listening to this and I'm thinking, right, sounds good. Or how long should the videos be? What sort of content can yeah. we put in them? These are these are questions I imagine you get asked all the time. Yeah. I, look, I think there's no wrong, right or wrong answer, but we would always suggest, and research just anywhere from 30 to 90 seconds is your optimum. So we always just say stick to around a minute and you can't really go wrong. It keeps it nice and engaging. And I think, again, it's so important to remember that with these videos, a lot of people off the bat will sort of want to deliver this big sort of Churchillian speech, but actually it's not there to be the hook, line and sinker. It is purely there to be the hook. It is yeah. literally there to book your meeting and that's it. So, you know, take the pressure off. And I always say, if you think about you leaving a voicemail, you, you go into a trance when you do that. You don't even think when you leave a yeah. voicemail and you, you nail it every time. 
video is no different. And, and we try to encourage people to think of these as video voicemails when they're using them from a cold outreach perspective. Yeah. And with that in mind, it becomes very straightforward. And all of a sudden, yeah, you're just sending these out and perhaps even in place of a voicemail. And again, receiving about four to five times higher response rates. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's re really good insight. And I think, you know, from my from my perspective, I think the modern day sales professional needs to be comfortable executing on a multi-channel approach and video is yeah. a key component of that. You know, gone are the days where you can just sit there, make a hundred phone calls and hope to get in front of someone. You've got to approach yeah. people how they like to be approached and there's going to be a cohort of people that prefer to receive voice notes at the start of a sales cycle. Yeah. There'll be people that, and we know this firsthand from some of my team that have sent videos out. Generally, the response that we get is, I haven't got anything right now, but I really like your approach. I'm yeah. going to ask my team to do it. And it's that engagement. It's been able to stand out from the crowd and, um, and stand out from the noise because everyone's 100%. sending loads of LinkedIn emails. Everyone's trying to yeah. over-personalize their, 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 um, their, BT, their BD cons. They're trying permission-based openers when they're on the phone. Everyone's yeah. sounding the same. So... It's, for anyone who's done a training session with myself or, or, or hints of you, one of the first slides that you'll see is one that sets the landscape. And as I mentioned earlier, it's basically just got four key stats on. Some of those are that they're each, everyone receives roughly 121 emails a day. Really? Wow. Only about 5% <laughs> of phone calls connect. That's connect. That's not even them getting picked up. So beyond that, so 5% getting picked up. Cold calls are up 400% but response or picking up and response to them is down 200%. So we're looking at this landscape that is incredibly saturated and very hard to differentiate. So as I was saying earlier, it's not even about necessarily being good at your job anymore because you could be the best person in the world at writing emails, but it probably won't get read. It's about yeah. just taking that and putting it onto a medium where it might get engaged with or more likely to get engaged with. So whether that's a voice note, whether that's video, it's just about changing it up. And like you say, that multi-platform approach yeah. um, and just having you know more tools at your disposal in order to be able to do that. Yeah, it humanizes the approach massively though, doesn't it? That's that's what I like about exactly it. That. You know, we're we're all different. We've all got personalities. No two salespeople are the same. And yeah, if you can get that across and connect with someone via video yeah. and you get that engagement, all roads usually back to the phone or a team's meeting, yeah. but it gives you that yeah, like said, engagement in order to book that meeting, which is exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Exactly that. And that's where it sits. So I'd like to come back to um, recruitment now and, and focus on on this, if, if we may. So there'll be people that will be listening to, to this that are, that are thinking, right, I'm keen to get going with video. Um, and we've talked quite um, a bit here about using video within the interview process, which we can definitely dive deeper on. But what advice would you give to anyone thinking about how they would incorporate incorporate it um, maybe at different parts of their recruitment process like where else can video be used as a is a probably an easier question a more yeah. clear one so i think i focus very much on the engagement piece so far and talking about how you can increase your response rates by utilizing video but there's also the idea of using video as a product itself and offering that and what we refer to it as is productization. So the idea of saying that actually we can use this on your behalf, saying this to your end client, we can use this on your behalf to reduce your time to hire, meaning that you're saving time and management money. 
Yeah, but also you are getting a much more humanized process and engagement with your candidates sooner. Now, if you think about that to sort of another level, in the current market, the reality is a lot of people are trying to cut costs and a lot of people are really evaluating their existing tech stack. So what do they have at their disposal? What do they not perhaps need as much as? So if all of a sudden you as a recruitment agency can now actually offer not just to be a recruitment partner, but also to be a tech provider, not only are you strengthening your position for exclusivity, but also you are helping that client to reduce their costs because you can say, look, we can offer you this fantastic piece of video interviewing software for you know, either no additional cost or for exclusivity. Mm. Um, and it means that you only need to use that tech when you are working with us. They don't have to worry about having their own interviewing platform or anything else. So it can just give you another leverage point that is incredibly powerful, especially in the current market. So, Freddie, there'll be a, a lot of people listening here as well that are hiring managers that aren't um, working for recruitment consultancies. So, yeah. if you think about the um, companies that you've worked with that aren't recruiters, where have they used it within the recruitment yeah. process and what success have you seen that they've had? Yeah, so for those sorts of companies, it's a case of reducing the time to hire. Okay, I'm sure that all of us can think about both sides clients sorry excuse me candidates yeah. who have dropped out due to a lengthy process perhaps absolutely you know yeah. number of interview rounds dropping out candidates as you go by allowing a short video introduction alongside cv submission in many cases we can replace that first round interview because actually we've got an idea of cultural fit or we can even just cut out that perhaps initial half hour phone screening interview and yeah. go straight to those first round interviews or second round, whatever you want to call it. What we find is that on average, we reduce the time to hire by around 50% when video interviewing is used really? alongside the CV. Yeah, it's a huge reduction. And if you think about that from an actual cost saving stance, there's a, um, a case study that we very much dine out on. Um, there was one of the leading banks grad scheme in 2014 acquired 32,000 hours of management face-to-face -face interviewing. The following year, they implemented a video screening tool for the first round and reduced that to 9,000 hours. So from 32,000 hours to 9,000 hours doing the same process, the amount of money saved there was in the millions. So when you say the, the, the first part of the, the, the recruitment process, where was it? Like we're talking yeah. replacing the first interview, was it when they were um, applying with their CV? Yeah, so in this instance, this was alongside the application. There would be right. the questions that were asked in those interviews the previous year were asked over video, or sorry, asked by a text, responded to by the candidates in video. And from that point, the hiring managers were able to screen those videos, go through and actually then make a decision. But it meant that they made that reduction um, of over yeah, 20,000 hours. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking as well when, we, when we've when we spoken to um, clients about incorporating video in their recruitment process, one of the, um, again, psychological bridges that they've got to get over is the fact that they might not actually interview yeah. as many candidates. Yeah, but yeah. the ones that they do interview are going to be hopefully spot on in the sense of the cultural fit. Um, but that's the thing is that you, you do need yeses and you do need noes. That is the unfortunate reality yeah. of hiring. 
And by knowing that cultural fit sooner and making more informed decisions earlier, we can speed up that process. What about um, companies using it in job adverts or to enhance their employer brands? So using video as a talent attraction strategy. Yeah. Rather yeah. than in the actual interview process itself, because this is no idea. But I thought, I thought how it could be could be used as well. Yeah, for sure. I think you know, if you you do well to log in to LinkedIn uh, and not see a video is one of the first things on your newsfeed. It's massively on the up, and you know, the idea of personal brand as well as brand awareness is you know increasing more and more. And and as you mentioned before, with the actual engagement with video from the end recipients yeah it's such an easy way to tap into a market and provide that reassurance um that this company knows what they're talking about this company is you know a brand leader and ultimately ensuring that people feel comfortable working with them okay cool so let's get um, practical with this and so if you if i'm um, a recruitment manager of x company um and i'm trying to get comfortable using video myself maybe i want to use video to go alongside a job advert to bring that yeah. job advert for life at the beginning this we talked about um retention of information from reading something versus hearing and seeing it what advice would you give me to create a really really good video that's yeah. gonna be received well by anyone that watches it yeah, it's a really, really good question. It's a very common question as well. The the first thing um, is, it sounds so simple. It's really not overthink it. Okay, again, people are very keen on delivering these sort of crystal clear, perfect messages. But it's so worth acknowledging that initially it will feel like a real cultural shock. It will feel very different. And what we so commonly see when people start using video is this paralysis by analysis. People really overthinking what it is that they need to say and do and even things like where they put their hands when they're on video yeah. but by continually just practicing it within a few recordings it does become very normal and it's really just about delivering a very clear message so we always talk about the structure of videos delivering the hook first okay so it's very normal to want to introduce yourself and say your name and your experience and provide that sort of reassurance that's really common but the majority of people who drop out of a video will do so in the first five to 10 seconds. So this first five to 10 seconds right. are so important that you grab the listener's attention. So we always recommend putting the hook first and then your introduction second, which may seem counterintuitive, but it's a really easy way. So instead of saying, hi, my name's Freddie. I've worked here at Hinty five years, specializing in customer success. We're currently hiring for a number of customer success managers, blah, blah, blah. Perhaps mm. what I would say is I'm currently hiring for a number of customer success managers at a startup based in London, um, blah, blah, blah. To introduce myself, my name is Freddie and I head up the enterprise customer success team. It's a really yeah. simple tweak, but those first five to 10 seconds are super critical in terms of maximizing your engagement. I guess it comes down uh, as well to thinking about the type of candidate that you want to attract and putting yourself in their shoes what's going to yeah. hook them in of course what would i want to hear if i'm them um, and the, the and thing is we, yeah, yeah sorry yeah. right no, it's it, i think again the thing with that is that 
nothing changes over video whatever you as it what one as a recruitment professional believes to be the thing that the candidate wants to hear or, or is of interest that doesn't change just because we go on video we're just delivering it in a means that's going to get more engagement so like i said if you are somebody who is really good at engaging with candidates you're just putting that on video that's all you're doing and that's how you know we can further that process we don't want to change anything other than the adoption and engagement level yeah okay how long should a introductory video be again if you think let's sit on the fence of a company that is recruiting and they are explaining a job vacancy or an advert or maybe something about their culture etc to the market how long would should it be yeah, so I think it depends on what stage we're at. So if we're talking about from a purely cold perspective, a sort of advert, yeah. again, we would still stick to saying about a minute to a minute and a half tops. Okay. Short and sweet, it's really just there to provide that initial hook and humanise it. But then you can always attach a document alongside if they do want to further read into it. If, say, for example, this is perhaps for inbound applicants and you've got a video to sort of further elaborate on what they've you know just applied for and yeah. you want to engage them and keep them in the process, then perhaps we could go a little bit longer there, maybe pushing towards the two minutes. But the idea of video is that we want to just deliver that message. It can be engaged with. And, you know, a a page long email is usually only a minute video. It's amazing how much you say in a minute. Um, So it's worth remembering that. Yeah. And if we flip this now from a candidate perspective, so what expectations realistic expectations should a company set on the number of questions a candidate should ask within um, a video or how detailed the questions should be because i guess there's a there's there's a fine line there as well in um expecting too much of the candidates so we're we're still in a candidate driven market um Many companies um, don't incorporate video, as as you said at the beginning. Um, In my experience, most candidates um, will take the path of least resistance. That might be controversial for people to hear. So um, you want to make the recruitment process challenging, informative, enjoyable, insightful, but you don't want to make it too difficult. Like You're going to end up pushing people away who might gravitate towards processes that are maybe a bit more simplistic so I think it honestly really boils down to the hiring managers needs if they are dictating that actually they want a full full interview at first stage (laughs) dictated by you then you know so be it but by and large I'm going to go back to what we're saying stick to the one minute mark usually in general we'd recommend that if each question is about a minute long or the answer sorry is about a minute long and again, we're usually looking at about four to five questions. And that's purely more based off of that that's a fairly normal number of questions to be asked in a first screening interview. Um, and so again, you're normally looking at a video of anywhere from five to 10 minutes when it's this short sort of candidate interviews that are sent alongside the CV. Yeah. But, okay. you know, with some of these, it's a case of actually you might want a longer video just for somebody to showcase their qualifications. And if it's a more technical role, perhaps even they're going to you know, do a technical task and display that. So there are nuances, but by and large, I'd say four to five questions, a minute to a minute and a half each. Yeah, okay. And to to keep the conversation balanced, what um, can be the um, downsides or disadvantages, if any, of using video within a recruitment process? 
Yeah, I guess, you know, if you're looking at, um, you know, equal opportunities, you may be in danger of, you know, excluding those who don't have the technology available. Yeah. Um, you might also find that, you know, in terms of diversity and inclusion, you know, from our side, we see it as a real positive because it allows the opportunity to further elaborate on your CV and showcase that. Absolutely. But you may find that there is a hiring bias. Now, obviously, that's going to happen at any point of the hiring process, unfortunately, if it's going to happen. Yeah. But you might find that there's some sort of hesitancy there um, initially. But like I said, our experience has very much been that actually it's a really positive effect and it allows that you know, showcase the, the, the questions and yeah. they have the credentials for the role. Yeah, I would agree in terms of offering, offering a, a fair and equal opportunity. Um, I think absolutely does that even more so than a CV because C CVs by yeah. the nature of them and how they look can create a bias yeah. immediately. I mean, That's we, the thing is. Yeah, we, 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 we will often place candidates happens time and time again that don't have the all singing or dancing CV. Yeah, and guess and what? That's the thing because they met the yeah. yeah, it's not the cultural fit. They, they say, "Oh, the C, the CV wasn't was was wasn't the best," but I absolutely loved yeah. them when I met them. They're great, brilliant fit for the team. And the the tagline of interviews people yeah. buy from people, and it's you know it may sound like a cliche, but it very much is true. And I think that ultimately, you know, we've mentioned it a lot on this call. Cultural fit will always shine through. Yeah, I think that the earlier that opportunity is there to show cultural fit or not it is better for the hiring process because it speeds it up significantly yeah cool um right we're nearly running out of time um freddie so so one um one last question for, from me before we wrap up what what's your assessment of how video will continue to develop and help shape recruitment across the next few years yeah, I think what's exciting is that if, like I said at the beginning, if we imagine that it's sort of only, only at 1% of the market using video, is that we're really in video's infancy in this sector and in the sort of sales sector, the wider sales sector. So for me, I think it will be further establishing the successful points that we already see, as well as further embellishing into areas that we haven't. You know, AI is very much looming, uh, or slash here, yeah. and it will be very interesting to see how AI integrates with video. We as a company are very much looking at AI, but we equally don't want to uh, use it unnecessarily or, you know, jump into using, say, you know, deep fake or whatever. We want to avoid that yeah. and make sure that we've used yeah. it in a way that is actually massively beneficial. Um, so I, I, in short, I think that we're really going to see it further be established in more and more of both the hiring um, and sales process, um, as well as perhaps integrating with more um sort of ai perhaps led interviewing in conjunction with video yeah brilliant well freddie thanks for coming on all right thanks really very much for having it. me real pleasure where can people learn more about you learn more about interview if they wish after this yeah of course so i'm on linkedin you're more than welcome to connect um but we also if you are interested in the hints of you platform or would like a discussion about that you can simply go to hintsofview.com um, and arrange for a, a demo or a short discussion there. Great, brilliant. Well, thank you. And hope everyone listening definitely got a lot from that. I certainly did. I think video is um, only going to grow and grow and grow, um, whether that's from a BD perspective or in 
recruitment processes, etc, etc. So thank you everyone for tuning in and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Well that wraps up another episode of the Recruitment Roundup podcast. Thank you very much for listening to the show, to watching the show. Um, we really appreciate your support. It would be absolutely fantastic um, if you could give us a rating on Apple, on Spotify, give us a review. Um, Any feedback really, really helps and is massively appreciated. So thank you once again for joining us and we will hopefully see you again next week.